What is up, all of my hustlers? Thank you for joining another episode of Chicago's number one podcast. Now, my guest today, such a cool guy. He runs a business called BTR Mobile Detailing. He goes to your vehicle, wherever you might be, it details your car on the spot. What a cool business. So please welcome Brian Torres. You're listening to The Chicago Hustle, a podcast that highlights the struggles, successes, and overall journey of Chicagoans pursuing their passion. My name is Edward Terrace, and I'm a Chicago real estate broker that focuses on understanding the rental and sales market to facilitate the sale of property, along with providing my clients a roadmap to one of the biggest necessities of life, a place to call home. And I'm sitting down with our neighbors to learn about their process, the lessons they've learned, and how they're making an impact. Sweet, man. And we're live. Thanks so much for joining the show. Awesome, man. Glad to be here. Yeah. So we got connected first on Instagram. I know you've listened to a couple of our other podcasts, but I guess mm-hmm. how did we, I'm trying to remember how we first got connected on Instagram. Uh, man, I, I, I'm guessing we had some mutual follows um, and, and, you know, the realtors and whatnot like that. And I think that's how we ended up getting connected. I, I mean, I don't know, man. It happens so fast. <laughs> yeah, I think, I mean, Instagram is definitely a phenomenal source for connecting with other people. It's just, it's easy to comment and share Yeah. for, for your business. So, uh, I mean, something that I thought was really cool about your, you know, I always saw your, uh, your comments and your likes and stuff. I was like, oh, BTR, BTR, what is BTR? And I wanted to ask you now, what does BTR stand for your business? So BTR, it, it's my first name, Brian, my last name, Torres, and R is my grand, my dad's mom's last name, so my grandmother's last name, Riello. Uh, it just okay. happened to work out that, that way. <laughs> so it before, sounds good, BTR. <laughs> yeah, so before you started this mobile detailing business for vehicles, you, you just told me a little bit ago, you, you know, hung your real estate license somewhere else. So we're like, were you doing a couple of different things before you started this? Yeah. So I was doing, I used to do, I mean, I've done everything man. I used to run trains. I used to be a locomotive engineer. Um, but prior to starting the mobile business, I was doing, um, I was a realtor. Um, uh, my last brokerage was with Century 21. Um, and it was, it was pretty good. I, I, I just didn't enjoy real estate to be honest with you. And, and I wasn't bad at it. I think I did, like 12 years, 12 deals the first year and like 20 deals the second year. And I just didn't enjoy going and, and doing the things that real estate agents do. Really, I didn't. Um, and it's crazy because I, like I talked to other like key people that I used to work with before and they're like, Dude, but the, you know, the commission statements are typically a lot different than it is doing this, which is true. Um, but I enjoy doing this far more, you know, and, I think you can only do something for money for so long, man. That shit doesn't last. Yeah, it's not sustainable. No, no. Uh, and I, you know, I just didn't, I really didn't enjoy it. So how many years were you a realtor for? Um, like two and a half, three. I, I, I still hung my, hang my license now as a, as a referral agent, but I don't, I, I did my last deal in what was the way, but like uh, my wife there with me, so. Um, yeah, absolutely. I did my last deal in like uh, June. I think I, I we just closed on it. 
Um, so, but everything else like that, I just refer it out now. I guess at what point did you realize before you stopped in June and while you were practicing real estate, at what point did you realize, oh, this isn't, you know, this just doesn't make me happy? Um, well, I had started the mobile business in March. And so during that time, I was still doing some real estate transactions, kind of like finishing up with what I was going with. But the first time I went out on a mobile detail, I mean, it was, it was like 25, it was freezing out, man. Everything was, and nothing worked out correctly, but I was still having so much fun. I still enjoyed every part of it. Like I was like, I was called up, I called my wife. I'm like, I need you to bring me home. I need you to do this. It's just the temperature had dropped so quickly on us that day, on me that day, that it just it was just like, man, if I could get through this one day, I'll be good. You know, I'll be happy. And, and I, I've been, I, I love it, man. It's so much fun. And, and the reason that you started this, you originally told me a little bit, but kind of tell us that story where, because you really appreciate having a clean vehicle. It's something that you yeah. are obviously passionate about. How did that yeah. idea just click? Oh, well, it was, the, it was like the week of Polar Vortex. And if you, you're, from, you're, you're in Chicago, so you know that the next warm day after, after it's been shitty weather out, can I swear? I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, swear. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So you know that after you have one warm, the first warm day after a really bad weather, the car wash is insane. Like it's, it's insane. Even if you go to a, you can go to a $50 car wash or a $3 car wash. They're all packed. Um, so I started looking up. I said, well, man, I can get somebody, let me get somebody to come to my house and just do the car wash here. Mm -hmm. um, so I Googled it and literally four names popped up for mobile details. So I started looking at it and say, okay, four names. Okay, cool. There's got to be somebody close to me. None of them would have come out to me. And we're out by Dunning, which is like uh, at the time we were in Dunning, which is Portage Parkish area. Mm -hmm. yep. um, and I'm like, okay, well, so there's nobody that's going to come to me. No. Or they would need water and they need electricity. If, if I could find somebody, they would say, well, I need water. I need electricity. So I started looking. I said, wait a minute. This, this is not right. There's got to be tons of people out there that want this service. I can't be the only person. Um, so I started YouTubing mobile detailing. And they pop up everywhere. If you're in California, New York, you know, Florida, anywhere warm. Uh, then I found one guy that does it in New Jersey. And that said for me, okay, if he can do it, I could do it here. The weather was very similar. We could make it happen. And sold my car, bought a van, and kind of the rest was history, man. Did you call that guy in New Jersey? I did not, but I, I sent him referrals in New Jersey. I did message him on Instagram. Oh. Uh, and, and, I, and I'm like, listen, I just said, you know, thanks for your video, man. I, that motivated me to get, kind of get started. You know, and he, he I like the way he is because he's like, listen, if you ever want to learn, all you do is just come work for me for free. I don't, I don't care. You know, you, <laughs> you can come work for me for free. And that's, that's kind of pretty cool. If you think about it, like not everybody has the money to kind of go through coaching or anything like that. But man, if somebody's willing to say, listen, just come work for it. The same thing as you're going to school. I'm clipping that. That's good. I like that. So I guess like, did you start pulling things? Did you start 
you know, looking at the services that he provided and said like, okay, when I'm going to start to set up the services that I'm going to have, did you base it off of that? Or did you kind of have your own plans? Yeah, no, very similar. Um, the only difference is I, I don't do um, many uh, exterior details. I really okay. focus on, if you, if you look at my page or anything like that, it's focused primarily on interior details. Um, and I did that for a reason because I knew that I, I can sustain working through the winter doing interiors all day long. Uh, there's not uh, so much water involved. You know, I can, I can do those with a five-gallon bucket and I can get through the a whole car, um, you know, rinsing mats and stuff like that. So I was like, okay, I can keep this going long-term. Uh, you know, and, you know, I just kind of added in recently, like, um, basic interior, exterior washes. I didn't even offer that in the beginning. Uh, and I felt like, okay, coming into winter, I'm going to need to do that because people are not going to want a full detail, you know, or even a, uh, pay for an exterior detail when you got, you, you know, what winter is here, you know, no, not, not many people are going to want to pay for an interior detail every couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah. So like. Do people, do people even request exterior details during the winter then? Uh, I have, I think so far I have like four already lined up for this winter. Um, but it's pretty much an interior detail thing. Like, like on, on today's Tuesday, on Wednesday or Thursday, Thursday I've got like six interior details or something like that, um, which, which is, is fine with me. I don't, I don't, I can, I can do interiors all day long. Yeah. So, I mean, we definitely live in an now economy and I'm always like, if you put a service in front of me, that's just going to make it more, way more convenient. I'm just going to pick it. I'm just going to buy it because it's available right. to me. So like when you started telling people and reaching out to tell people about your business, were they look pretty excited to hear about this? Oh, hell no. I, I, the first guy that I had worked with me, he said, I told him, I said, listen, man, I think I'm going to start this mobile detailing business. And he said to me, bro, you realize that the $3 car washers have that, that whole industry on, on lock. And I'm, I, I just remember thinking to myself, like this, this guy clearly doesn't, doesn't value time or he just doesn't get it. And that kid ended up working for me a few months later for a few while for, he worked like the whole summer with me. What? Yeah, man. And it, it's like you say, we're in a, in a, in a economy. If you can bring this to somebody, they're going to pay for it, you know? And, and I don't charge ridiculous amounts. I mean, it's just, it's pretty similar to comparable to what if you went to a car wash, um, but I come to you. Yeah. How far are you willing to go? Uh, I pretty much go the North shore is where I, I spend a lot of my time. Um, but usually I think, I think I have on my, on my, uh, my page, it's like a 15 or 20 mile radius from 60639. Oh, I'll pretty okay. Much go there. Um, and it's pretty much, and I have a set, um, neighborhoods that I'll service because we've gone into some neighborhoods this summer that you learn your lesson the first time, you know? Um, so I do just avoid those situations as a whole. Okay. I gotcha, man. That's, that's a super cool business, man. I guess when, so when you were doing real estate and then you got your first vehicle, um, other than getting the vehicle, selling your car, like, what are kind of like the, the, the struggles that you had at the beginning to get everything going? Um, understanding like the, the setup, like there's a, or, you know, the system, I didn't understand like, okay, it's a gravity fed system. So the water, the water, the tank, there's a, I've got a 275 gallon tank. So if you don't have that set, if you don't have, you know, at least 
50 to 100 gallons, there's not going to be enough gravity to push water down. So you're not going to get any water. You're not going to, you're going to be sitting there, you know, turning your wheels like, what the hell is going on? And I'm like, finally, it just, I started YouTubing again, man. And I'm like, oh shit, I don't have enough water in this tank. I need to get some water in here. Otherwise, this is not going to work. And that was on site at somebody's garage. Luckily, I had a hose with me that was long enough to fill the tank or, you know, and hook it up like that. Um, but man, it was, it was some, those are, that was probably the biggest thing. And spending money on things you, you really don't necessarily need. Uh, you know, you don't need five different kind of all-purpose cleaners or, um, you know, you just certain things like that, soaps and stuff like that. You don't really need that. There's chemicals and everything that's advanced so much that you can do a lot of things with just one or two products, but changing dilution ratios. So, you know, that was the other, the, the second biggest part of my business learning that is how do I, how do I eliminate all this clutter is essentially what it is. Yeah. Cause I, um, I went to go detail, well, me and Megan, my girlfriend and I went to go clean our cars out because uh, they were getting pretty bad. And we went to go clean them. And I was like, all right, well, I went to the store and I bought like a bunch of different all-purpose cleaners. I bought like three things of hand wipes. And I, I mean, I've really never ever cleaned my own car. So like, where do you think people, what, does it, is it the products where people go wrong or like where people are cleaning their own vehicles uh, or like other detailers, where do they go wrong in the process? Uh, I think it's just having too many, too much, too many options. Yeah. Um, you, you, you have to simplify your life and simplify this. I mean, it's, it's, it's simple. You're cleaning it, it, it. There's no need to make it all that complicated, you know? Um, and I, and I did that in the very beginning and I was trying like different dilution ratios and I would notice oh, shit, that on, on a black car, you can't use, you know, a certain, uh, all purpose thing. You can use it, but you, you can't have it so the dilution ratio needs to be very low or it's very limited chemical because it leaves a stain on, on your, um, on, on black cars or on darker color, you know, material. Uh-huh. So learning, learning that process. Um, but I think simplifying the man is, is makes it super easy and it'll make it easier when I go to add another van next summer, um, where it's all right then and there, boom, everybody's the same exact situation and the same exact setup. Um, you know, make it way easier. So basically right now it's, is it just yourself with one vehicle or where are you currently? Yeah, right now it's just myself with one other, one, one other worker with me. Uh, most of the time he's usually with me uh, whenever we go out to job site. I'm curious. So the, I mean, just like you would know in real estate is you, you start to get to a certain point in time. You're like, wow, I've got too much stuff going on to where you probably feel like you need to start growing. So I'm sure you kind of had the, you know, you have a plan or an idea of how you're going to scale and delegate um, to be able to help more people solve that problem. So I guess like, what does your schedule look like currently and how much longer do you think you're going to be able to maintain that? So right now it's, I'm doing probably just about like 12 details a week. If the weather's all okay, you know, it's, if it's above 38, 38, 37, I can pretty much be out there and do a full detail or anything, you know, um, and it's like about 12 details to, you know, 12 details a week. Um, I would typically only work five days a week. Um, I'm off every Wednesday because that's the day I spend with my son and Sunday. Um, Love that. I learned that the hard way because it's the hard way uh, because it's hard getting a helper to come out every Sunday. 
Yeah. And I don't blame them, you know. I don't blame them. And we weren't getting a lot of Sunday appointments anyway. Um, so it kind of made the most sense to just, okay, you know, let's just scale it back to just five days a week. Um, and, you know, you're typically, and I'm, I'm planning on adding another truck by uh, May or June of 2020. Okay. Um, but then to add another truck by the end of the year. So two trucks a year for the next two to three trucks a year for the next five years is what the goal is. Okay. And, uh, I guess, do you get nervous? Like when you think about like having somebody else go out there and like, this is your brand, you're like, Oh man, well, I hope they, you know, that's gotta I be do, nervous. That's why I don't French. That's why people have asked me about franchising it. And that's probably why I won't, because I, I can't really control training those people. Um, you know, I'm sure I could, but it would, the process would be a lot longer and that would probably take away from what I got going here. Uh, and I, I'm just, it's not at the point where it's franchising it, but I rather have somebody with me. That's why I figure if I can go by putting another truck next year, I can get somebody to train with me for like three months during the summer or the spring and summer. They can take the next truck um, and I can put their helper with me. Um, you know, because especially when you have a helper, he's pretty much doing, you know, the very basic stuff that you can, you don't really need a lot of supervision for. Man, and it's, uh, you know, I worked with my dad a lot growing up. Uh, he's an HVAC technician. So, you know, there's a lot of specific tools that you need for certain jobs. And mm-hmm. uh, it's not, you're not just getting a van or a truck. I mean, you're probably getting a lot of gear. Yeah. You know, they're getting pressure washers, generators. Um, you know, um, I use, there are, the truck I have now has a water pump so that when the, yes, it's gravity fed system, but there's still a pump to push the water further, um, or to the machine, to the pressure washer. So teaching them how to set that up or, um, you know, how to fix that if something goes wrong, you know? Uh, so, you know, that's, that's part of the reason why I want to have them and they have the, the setup to be the exact same. Because essentially, if they're the exact same, I can have that issue or they can tell me what their issue is. I can look at it in my van and say, hey, okay, this is what you need to do. Yeah. I was, uh, I was looking and, at your Instagram and uh, I thought it was so cool to see, and it, I'm sure it helps with your marketing a ton, but I was looking at all the things that you use to clean a vehicle and it was so satisfying watching you, like watching how like the, the difference is and the comparisons. It was cool. Yeah, man, it, it's that's part of the the part I like like enjoy the most. Like finding those um, the the one thing that gets me every time is when people have kids. I always say to myself, like, how the hell did they get that in there, man? Like, if you kids find a way to get shit into things that you nothing should ever get in there. And, and I'm like, I one day I was at some lady's house and uh, I kept hearing this like sound every time I would move the seat. Uh, or, or move something in the back seat, and it was that her son got like cookies or something inside the base of a car seat. And there's no way you could ever get that out in there without like, I have no idea. You would have to disassemble it to get it out. I'm like, listen, I, I'm not, I, can't, I just can't. She's like, I have no idea how he did this, Brian. I don't, I don't know. And they oh. love it, you know. You know, I, I think uh, that's the most satisfying part about it, man, is like, finding little tricks if you like if you knock on the back of the bottom of the seat it'll push out some of the crumbles out that you can't necessarily get yeah when you have uh 
I'm sure like when you have your clients and you get done with working on the vehicle, uh, are you always like, are they gone somewhere at the time? And then when you're done, you kind of wrap up or are they there in that uh, moment? No. Um, some of them are home. Some of them are, are not around, you know, they say, Hey Brian, here's, here's the keys or here's the garage code. Um, you know, just send me pictures or just let me know when you're done. Um, but it's always their reaction. Uh, cause a lot of them are like, Oh my God, <laughs> like I, I can see the floor of my car again. Yeah. So, yeah. That's cool, man. And I'm assuming like if they're, well, if they're at work or whether they're at home, I mean, you'll you'll really go anywhere that they are. I mean. Oh yeah. Yeah. I pretty much, I'll go anywhere they are. Um, cause it's a convenience, you know, it's a, it's a service. So, I mean, that's the purpose of the business. So yeah. Um, I'll, I'll do whatever I can, as long as, like I said, it's within that radius or within those neighborhoods. I have no problem going. Um, I've gone to dental offices and to do scratch removal for a, a client of mine. Um, you know, work uh, wherever they say, wherever they need me to go. I just, whether they're home or not, I'll, I'll do it. It doesn't bother me. Was there ever a time, because I've when I've looked at your guys' service, I mean, you literally douse the entire car with some type of, I don't, I don't know what it is. Is it a, like a foam or tell me about yeah. that? Yeah. So, I mean, we, so the process we use is um, we foam the car completely, okay. you know, um, to kind of get, get some of that loose dirt. Then we rinse that off without even touching the car. So you basically want to touch that first one. Uh, then we re-foam it again to, then we're going to go into our cleaning process, right? You can clean the car. Um, you know, your basic hand wash at that point. Then we go into a, um, what's it called? A, uh, of course, it's a little iron fallout removal. So once you clean your car, um, you can spray this, this chemical on your car and it changes colors. Uh, the product I use turns red. It is what most people use. It turns red. Um, and that's removing the iron particles from stuff in the air. So just clean your car even further. And most people don't even notice that. You would never notice that going into a car wash because they don't do that in a car wash. Um, and then when I go to clay bar, if I'm doing an exterior uh, detail, clay bar the entire car or, you know, uh, uh, you know, run. So that's when you get that real slick finish. And then that's another decontamination step. Uh, so I make sure that when a person gets their car back, there's no tar, there's nothing on that car. Uh, it's as clean as it could be. Is there ever a time where, I mean, you're pretty much out in the open and you're doing the whole foam and everything to it and someone walked by and we're like, whoa, what are you, what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah, dude, a lot of my clients have, so like 90% of the business is all referral based. And then the other 10% is all, well, essentially, I guess you would call them walk-ins, right? They're, they're people that are like driving by or walking by and saying, hey, you know, hey, shit, you're, you're, you have everything there? I'm like, yeah, yeah everything is here. <laughs> it's, in Chicago, people are like, what the hell is this? I've never seen this. Um, and that's where the rest of it comes from, man. They, a lot of people are just, oh, shit, you're going to come to my house? Yeah. Or because uh, a lot of my business comes from the North Shore. So, like, the, the, doing somebody's car there, a mom, one mom dropping off her son or, you know, play dates or whatever. And it's just, boom, you know, it just takes off, man. Dang. And I'm sure... Is there ever a vehicle that you opened up and you're like, wow, this is going to be a job? Oh, yeah. Um, there, there's been 
poop on the car, you know, uh, kids had an accident to see, but I never felt like, oh man, I'm not going to get through this. It's just like, oh shit, this is going to be some hours, man. We're going to be here. And I usually tell my clients about that. I said, uh, this is going to take some time. You know, I give them the look to let them know like it, this is pretty bad. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So you're, yeah. when you, when they drop off the car, they're there sometimes like you'll kind of like talk with them before you start. Oh, to yeah. let them. Okay. Yeah. Before I start. And uh, it's funny because I feel like they have, it's a, a very competitive thing for, for most people. Like is my car, my car is definitely the dirtiest. Right. You've ever uh, seen? And I was like, uh, probably the dirtiest one of the day, you know, or something like that. I, I, but yeah, I feel like it's very, they're competitive when they want to know that their kid or their son or daughter was the dirtiest one that they've seen. <laughs> Man. Well, how long does it usually take in comparison to like, what's the longest one you've ever done? Uh, so like a, a, a interior detail takes about three hours and I've had some where you were there for like six. Holy crap. Yeah. Damn. I think it's, it's mostly like, I feel like that's, leather seats believe it or not is just because people don't realize how dirty they are and then once you start cleaning them you're like oh shit man this is that's there's a gray and then there's a dark 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 gray <laughs> and you know it you know so you get into things like that that's that's where you pretty much get the, the i've seen the where it takes the longest yeah i was looking at one of your before and after pictures and it it literally looked like there were two completely different. It was like, it was gray and then it was black. It were like, first first. Yeah. And I was like, wow. Yeah, man. It's, that, that's why. And it's weird that people wouldn't think that leather would take um, that long, but it, it just, it, it takes some process of cleaning the leather that takes time. Yeah, that's what I was wondering too. Is I was like, well, so cleaning leather, do you think then takes longer than, let's say, cloth then? I mean, in some cases, it's just different materials because my the leather it's pretty much done by hand. Whereas, you know, when I'm doing cloth, it's I'm using a drill brush um, and an extractor, so that can you know kind of helps the, the process a little faster. Whereas, everything everything by hand, you know, it's, you know, brushing the whole entire you know seats and everything by hand, and drying them by hand, it, it just takes I feel like it takes a little more. Because if you're doing, you you probably couldn't do leather with some type of machine would it wreck the leather then you think uh, i it would i i wouldn't try it but my dad my dad built custom kitchens and he has a partner that does upholstery and um so he told me he's like listen don't don't use any machines on leather so that's why i don't okay that makes sense so yeah, i guess I like find out from the hard way <laughs> yeah i oh man that would make me uh very nervous if i had to mm -hmm. bring that information to somebody so like, what is the various amounts of work that BTR does? Like when it, when they reach out for your services, I guess, are there certain things that they don't want typically know that a detailer would do that you do? Um, we, we also do uh, car seat cleaning and solar cleaning, you know, so we, and, and that's a service we really haven't offered too much. I don't know if you saw it. I don't even put it on my page. We kind of set up a different account for it. Um, just because I, I like to keep the BTR thing more car focused, you know, the sure. site, the, 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 the Instagram page is more car focused. Um, and, uh, one of the moms had asked me, she's like, listen, you know, can, what did you start off? Can you start offering? Because I guess there's a, there was a company out here that doesn't do it no more. They just left. Um, 
And I said, you know, I'll, I'll look into it. And then I didn't. I, I can do it. I'm on site anyway. Why not? It's a convenience thing, man. I'm already there. I want people to know that I like, listen. I'm, I'm here. You want me to do it? I can. I can take care of that. Um, so I think that's one thing that they, a lot of people don't know that we offer it, but we do. Um, other than that, I mean, we're pretty much very similar to like a, a car wash, you know, except we just go to you, man. Um, and I think the service is probably better because we don't have so many cars in a day. You know, we're pretty much right then and there. We, we know there's going to be two to three cars today. That's it. Yeah. That's cool, man. Uh, I like how you kind of have, uh, I like that you're in real estate before, cause obviously I'm in real estate. So, you know, I can kind of relate to you in some, in some fashion. Do you feel like working your business for the past two years in real estate helped you in some fashion with, the business you have now oh yeah yeah absolutely um in the sense of like the sales thing you know or just like the, the i've always been a people person um but i, I think just the sense of okay you you know you, you it has helped you know as far as like especially my like my follow-up and stuff like that uh you know i try to send some everybody like a, a message or something like that a text message or something the day after a couple days later um, you know, I was in Puerto Rico this last week, but I had just did a car that was, had spilled milk and another car after that had, uh, there was a garage fire. Their car didn't get affected, but the smoke, their car was in the garage. So the smoke, the smell of smoke has been in their garage. Um, so, you know, I messaged both of them yesterday and I'm, I, you know, I got back, uh, on Saturday was just say, Hey, just following up, you know, making sure everything's okay. Is the smell okay? Do you need to go back out? Um, because it's, it's an experience, you know, they, you know, I want them to know, like, I, I don't care. It's not about the $160 detail. It's about knowing that, Hey, next three months from now, when you need another detail or the start of next spring, when you're doing a spring cleaning, call me, you know, I, I've, I've got you. I'm, I'm, I know, you know. So. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Cause you know, a lot of times with people who are like, let's say, you know, buying or selling houses, it's probably gonna be a long time before somebody buys a house again after they buy one. But yeah. I mean, with your clients, like, they have kids they're more than likely they're going to have a dirty car again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, definitely. And, and that's why I started, like I offered, you don't see them on my site for now, but I'll probably bring them back where I'll, I'll offer like um, quarterly packages for people because uh, you need it. People need it. It's not the fact that they don't need the detail. It's the fact that they don't want to go somewhere and drop their car. Yeah. And this is the answer to that problem. You know, so as it gets going a little more and people have asked me about it already, about putting out packages and stuff like that. And uh, I think when we ran it initially, it, it, it didn't take off very well. So maybe now that it's about a year in, I'll probably I'll probably start it in 2020. I'll, I'll offer it again. Was there ever a time when you were getting this going that you thought, you know, wow, I don't I don't know if this is going to work out man those first cold days or, or you know it, all the time I, I mean i always question myself i feel like you have to like you wouldn't be normal if you didn't question yourself you know yeah uh but then something happens or um like you saw like like i just announced recently that i started the partnership with lincoln property you know i don't know what came over but i was like this is i, I never went into those buildings like never went after them or try to prospect to them um, just because I felt like, oh, I, I could never handle that workload. And 
when when my friend she because she works for Lincoln uh, for one of their buildings, and they were like, well, we we didn't get in all of our buildings, you know. So I went from ha going after one building to getting I think we got like thirty five of them. We're we're able to go into like thirty five, so all their Chicago properties and some of their suburb properties. Um, you know, it's no that week, dude. I had nothing planned. Zero 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 details lined up. be something i've got to figure this out um and it just started clicking like you just make a phone call you know yeah uh, like, do you second guess yourself in real estate every day every day right it's every day man. here every every single day man i'm like yesterday the, the weather was terrible today the weather's way too cold for me to go out um so i'm like oh, this is two days not working I find little things. A couple of my buddies have a couple of businesses or I go help them or something that just to keep the, the money flowing, you know? Yeah. It's uh, yeah. There's days where it's like, man, I'm the best. I'm the freaking yeah. best man. And then you're like, Oh shit. I'm not. Oh man. I got, yeah. Oh, I don't know what's happening here. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's the way it is. I mean, I, you're like, Holy shit. What am I doing? What am I doing wrong? Yeah. Something you said earlier that I really appreciated though, is I don't think people, when you work, let's say like a typical, you know, nine to five or whatever it is, totally cool. But when you're on your own, you don't have a boss. And again, nobody telling you what to do. Essentially your clients are your boss because you know, you are getting work done for them. And, uh, you know, you don't have anybody giving you a schedule of where to be or when to be. So like, I'm sure that what you've taken from before when you're in real estate is, you know, time blocking is has been huge for me. I'm sure it's been huge for you. And you said it, but somebody wouldn't really recognize it if they didn't do it on a regular basis. As you talked about how, you know, Wednesdays is one of your days off and you take that day off so you can spend that time um, with your son, right? Yeah. And it's like, because a business, uh, you know, I've never been in any other business other than real estate, but it's, uh, it can consume you. And you can keep it on all the time, but if if you're willing to, you know, time block and make sure you're still making time for the things that are important for you, like your son, uh, and you know, keeping yourself happy, then you're winning. You're winning, man. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, you have to. I feel like that that has to be like a that has to come first before everything else. You know, like the schedule has to come before you do anything else. Because otherwise, you're just out here winging it. Yeah. What do you do to like when you're not working or, you know, spending time hey, with your are family? Are you hearing that beeping noise? No, I'm not hearing that beeping noise. I'm hearing like a dun -dun. I don't know if it's a, a low battery noise. Hold on one second. Oh, maybe. Anybody listening to the show, they'd probably appreciate it. <laughs> Us going over that. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on one second. Yeah, but for anybody that's listening to the show, so he's kind of adjusting his audio here, but it's, you know, a lot of times I'll have people on the show and, you know, we always have, oh, you, can you hear me? I don't know if you, I was just telling people during the, the dead space there was like, uh, I, I think for anybody that knows, I do all of my interviews via Zoom, like a Skype call essentially. 
and I'll have people, I've done tons of interviews like this where people are in their vehicle or they're at the gym or whatever it might be. But you know, a lot of times people run a business is they, they might be anywhere at any time. So like to get somebody to come into, let's say my place to do a show, it might be unlikely. Uh, and it's easier for me cause I run a business as well where like, uh, it's just, it's convenient. And, um, so I appreciate people, you know, doing it this style. Yeah. And I did time block this just so, you know, I did give myself like, I blocked it out from like 12 o'clock on, but then my, you know, um, so, but I, we made it work and I'm, I'm happy man. Yeah. And it's, uh, a lot of people, they, they might not, uh, go on a show or they might not do a recording for a podcast. Cause they're like, Oh, well, it's not going to be, you know, the audio, um, you know, it isn't going to be perfect or whatever it is, but it's just like, you know, the, just keep doing it. And like, that's what people are going to appreciate. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, those people that are expecting perfection, I, you know, I don't know. Man. <laughs> probably, probably aren't in business. <laughs> probably. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's better you say that than I did. Don't, you know, it's like, uh, so, like some people tell me things and I'm like, dude, that when they talk about their pricing or whatever, I'm like, that's, that's a client that I don't want. I'm, I'm okay with that. You know? Um, and, and people ask me all the time about starting, like I talked to somebody the other day who was thinking about starting a mobile detailing business and I tell anybody anything. And like, I know, like whatever I know is here. You can, I don't feel like you're my competitor. I could never wash everybody's car in, in Chicago, let alone my own neighborhood. So what I can care less, dude, if you want to know something, just ask. Totally. That's cool, man. I can appreciate that. You know, uh, think about like, there's a lot of realtors out there that, and that was a, like another thing about the space I kind of didn't enjoy, man is that you could get with a lot of top agents or whatnot and they wouldn't even share like their quote unquote secrets. And it's like, dude, everybody can do what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. I get that all the time. It's, uh, it is a different type of space, but there, you know, there are great people, um, all across the business that oh, yeah. you know, we work with, but that is, that is something that comes with the territory. Yeah. And it's the same thing with detailing. There's other detailers dude, that they won't tell you a single thing. And I'm like, like, you can ask them a question on Instagram. I'm like, dude, you're all the way in Germany. I, I don't know what, what you're worried about, bro. <laughs> I'm just asking a simple, you know, man, how did you, you know, what process did you use? That's fucking badass. I mean, cause I want to practice it, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. But it is what it is, man. Yeah. I think it's, uh, I forget where I heard this phrase. Uh, but I think, you know, I think people, if they are really, really passionate about something that they do, uh, I mean, I feel like anytime somebody ever comes from me with like a real estate question or, you know, on the side, I train mixed martial arts. If somebody's going to ask me a question, I'm, I'll be super excited. I'll be like, yeah, let's dig into it for yeah. the next 20 minutes. But, um, I for really forget who said this. I really wish I could quote them right now. I'll go try to find it. But, uh, they just said that, you know, if somebody's gonna, if they're, if somebody's going to win, they're more than likely going to win with or without your help. So you might as well just help them. Mm -hmm. And I think that's super and, and important to remember at the same time, there's really, if, if you're willing, you're going to work hard and you're going to spend the time to work on your business every single day, you really shouldn't be worried about somebody taking stuff out of your pocket. No, you don't have time for that, man. You, yeah. You, there's no time. Yeah. So I like that quote though. That's very true. I wish that's I knew who said true, it. Man. <laughs> 
That is super true, though. Like, yeah, it is. It's kind of got me thinking. Like that. That's 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 just gonna. That's that. Never, that that's awesome. Yeah, dude. It's 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 a good way to to think about stuff and not hold on to information. But tell us kind of, you know, tell us where we can find you on your like Instagram, your websites, how people can reach out to you. Um, so you can book me online at BTR, uh, BTRdetailing.com. Uh, and you, I'm, I'm, I'm always on Instagram. That's pretty much where I do most of my stuff, which is BTR, um, B as in Bravo, T as in Torres, R as in Robert, underscore mobile, underscore detailing. Um, and I'm on Facebook as well, BTR Mobile Detailing. Uh, and, you know, you can call me by phone if you need it or anything like that. 708-303-8818. You can get a hold of me whenever you want. And I'll answer anything or try to see how I can help. See if you're in my service location, I'll go to you. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much again for being on the show. And uh, well, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Ed. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Chicago Hustle with your host, Edward Terrace. If you or someone you know would like to share their story on our podcast, you can head over to Instagram at the Chicago Hustle and fill out the link in our bio. To follow my Chicago Hustle, you can head over to Instagram at Edward Terrace along with my weekly vlog on YouTube.